Welcome to another In the Telling Scrap episode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. What's the difference from the first time you did it to the most recent time you've done it? I think the first time I did it, I worried more about what people would think. In what way? I worried that people would misinterpret what I was doing. Um, there are artists out there who do predominantly dark stuff, kind of macabre, um, horror genre sort of things. And, and while I haven't talked to them personally, so I could, I couldn't say for certain why they do the things that they do. It certainly seems to appeal to a certain group of people, which are people who like that kind of stuff. I have, I even, I have friends that are way into kind of like what I would consider sort of darker material. And I'm not, what I'm not trying to do is I'm not trying to tout myself as this, uh, I don't know. I'm not trying to appeal to that crowd specifically, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to put dark material out there for the sake of promotion of dark material where it's like, oh, only the darkest, evilest things, you know, kind of, because it's not, that's not me. For me, it really is sort of like a purging. So I was afraid when I first did it, actually, that I would get the wrong kind of attention. Okay. And, but I, I'm usually always concerned about getting the wrong kind of attention. But that's a problem with artists. I don't know if, if you've ever felt this way, but it's like playing a sexy character on stage. So say I'm doing a show and I'm playing a prostitute on stage. You know, it's, it's Les Mis. <laughs> and I'm one of the lovely ladies selling bread? <laughs> In quotation marks. So someone comes and sees a show like that. And they don't know me. They don't know me at all. They have no context for me at all. But they see me playing these characters. And they think to, to themselves, I know this is going to sound crazy to people, but this has happened to me. People will go, men specifically, will say like, oh, so how much like your character? Because they assume... That if you can play it, you must it be must be it. in there somewhere. Right. And that's true to an extent. It has to be part of your uh what Rolodex of information. It has to be part of your there's a word for it, but it's not coming to my head. Just like your stable of talents or your stable of information that you can kind of pull out. There has to be some part of you that at least understands the concept to be able to do it. Sure. It, although it, it does make me kind of laugh thinking about like when we were really young and playing characters that were drunk, having never had a drink in my <laughs> life. But then you, but here's the thing. You don't have to have done something to have context for it. You could watch it on TV. Well, this is how drunk people act on TV or these are how, this is how my friends act when they're drunk. All you have to be is a chameleon, really. All you have to be is like a little mockingbird who, who sees things and then does things. You don't have to necessarily have done them yourselves, although I will say it helps. I yeah, think. The closer to the truth, the more authentic the performance. Right. For me, in that particular area, it's always a matter of like, well, I have been silly stupid, and I have been so tired that my body is sloppy, <laughs> yeah. and I have been, you know, these other right. things that, that end up with the same manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, we can play these parts... We don't necessarily have to have gone to those depths that those characters have gone. I can want to be attractive and I can be effective at being attractive. I don't actually have to have been a prostitute. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, because these concepts, like 
these characters we play on stage, even if you were to play a murderer, it's like we've all been in a situation where we were so angry that we've thought to ourselves, like we've, we've, you know, like kicked sand, not a puppy, but we, (laughs) you know, you're, you're playing a game and you lose. So you throw the ball down at the ground or or whatever it is. Like, look, there aren't that many human emotions. (laughs) It's, it's a pretty small thing. And most human emotions are actually secondary emotions. I do believe that. So serial killers, people will sit back and go, well, I, I just can't conceive. I just don't, I could never, I could just never go there. And you're like, yeah, to an extent, most of us could never go to the point where we could serially kill a bunch of people. But you know what anger feels like. You know what envy feels like. You know what resentment feels like. And what do you think those, those folks are feeling? They're feeling human emotions. Now, I know it's more complex than that, so don't, right. don't misunderstand. I'm but just, this is a very basic way to talk about our craft. Absolutely. Like with actors, it's like you take an experience that's like unto the one that you're trying to do and you use it. <laughs> I've never been a tree, but I think I could play a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but my point in bringing that up was just to say that people will take you out of context based off of your performance and they'll think to themselves, well, she must be hot to trot because look at how she flaunts it on stage. And then they meet me and they see that I'm actually incredibly sexually conservative and incredibly shy and incredibly not that way and there's this bit of disappointment there right or even a sense of like well you're a liar I'm like no I'm an actor so you believed me means I'm good at my job kind of thing the makeup is similar in the sense that I've learned the hard way because my mind is so active and I can't I can't control it it would seem uh I have to be really careful what I put into my brain because my brain has a way of regurgitating things exactly at the times that I don't want it to. So there was a period of time when I watched a bunch of horror films because I was dating a guy that was really into horror films. And that's all. And so I'm like, yes, educate me. Show me all the horror films. And I, I had nightmares. Like consistently every night would have a nightmare because I dream every night. I'm one of those people. I would love to just lay my head down on a pillow and not be conscious again until the morning. Doesn't ever happen. I have first life, which is this life that we are in right now, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure. And then I have second life, which is my dreams. So it's uh, so if I'm not careful, all the information I put into my brain will come out in my dreams in the worst possible way. So that's part of the reason why I avoid that sort of thing. I, I feel ya. Yeah. <laughs> I, in fact... One of the last things I posted, <laughs> sometimes I can be kind of a snarky kid. I never mean it to be rude, but I just, I make, it's like comedians who make observations, obvious observations about the world. People go, oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's so funny and true. But like, so I had taken all these pictures up at my grandparents' cabin and, um, you know, and they're just like, they're me. They're all me. So how do I escape the fact that yeah. I'm posting a bunch of pictures of me? Like, I don't know, I don't know anyone who can justify that that's not narcissistic, that that's not sort of self-indulgent, you know? You're like, look at me in my hat, and look at me in my dress, and look at my face, and look at my makeup, and look at me, 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 me. It is. Like, it's hard when you are your own product, right? Because you have to balance that between like, okay, I must separate myself from myself, or I just have to sort of embrace this idea that like, I am my product. And so I posted 
a bunch of pictures of me. I'm like, being an Instagram model isn't hard. You just have to pick an occasion, be it a holiday or whatever, and post a bunch of pictures of yourself. But then in the comments or in the in this description, say something really profound about the holiday. But I laugh at those people. Like, that's the thing. When I'm on Instagram and I see some girl or some guy, like, and it's just pictures of them, and then they go on this rant about, like, why the 4th of July matters, and I'm like, there's an incongruity here. Like, one of these things is not like the other, right? Yeah. So, so that's the thing. I'm not pretending to be, like... And I shouldn't say they're pretending. I'm, I'm just saying I'm not. I don't know what they're doing. I largely don't understand what humans do in general. How about that? <laughs> I don't understand how people work, period. But, like, I know how I work. And so my intention is not to be like, I'm so deep. Did you see my bird? Did you see my bird? 